In this low inventory, multiple offer market, certain practices are being implemented which are not recommended, but in the least should be fully understood before used. The first practice comes when a buyer makes an offer without an option to terminate, appearing to accept the property as is. What this means, however, is the buyer does not have an option to terminate if the buyer discovers the property is in need of serious repair. But whether buyer has an option to terminate or not, the buyer always has a right to inspect under the provisions of paragraph 7a of the contract. If buyer does not have an option to terminate, the buyer doesn't have much leverage to negotiate for repairs. But are there other ways a buyer can get out of the contract if the property needs repair when the buyer doesn't have an option? Well, without an option or sellers voluntarily releasing the buyer from the contract, the answer is not really. The other day, a buyer without an option period did inspect the property and found the roof in need of repair. Buyers argued that because of the roof damage, the property was uninsurable, so buyer had the right to terminate the contract under property approval. Because the property was uninsurable, the lender would not accept the property as security for the loan, argued the buyer. However, I will submit to you every property is insurable. It may just cost more to insure it. The premium may go up to cover the new roof. As evidence of what I claim, if a home has a mortgage on it the in and the insurance lapses for whatever reason, the lender will get the property insured and add the premium payments to amounts due under the note until the homeowner can replace it with their own insurance. In the particular scenario I'm talking about, the seller actually found insurance that would cover the property and forced the buyer to close. The second practice is the re-emergence of the so-called escalation clause. An escalation clause is a provision in the contract that states something like, buyer will pay $5,000 more than the next highest offer. This was used a few years ago and TREC did its best to discourage its use, warning that by writing such a clause, agents were practicing law without a license. This is true, but in addition, there are other issues that arise with the use of an escalation clause. First, how do you know that the next highest offer over which you are paying is a real or bona fide offer? Second, do you protect your buyer by putting a cap on how high the offer can go? If so, what keeps the seller from just countering at that cap? Third, the down payment amount and loan amount will have to be written as a floating amount. For instance, the down payment in 3A you could write as 20% of 3C and for the loan amount in 3B you write 80% of 3C. Most people forget to add of 3C, so you could argue 20% of what? 80% of what? Fourth, would, should your seller demand the appraisal addendum be added? With a floating purchase price and correspondingly floating loan amount, how do I verify buyer has the cash to close or is approved for the loan? Everything is already floating. How do you verify buyer has enough? Fifth, from a listing agent standpoint, when do you stop taking offers and accept the escalation clause? The common practice is to ask for highest and best offer. But what if one of the offers would have come in higher if given the opportunity, but you stop and recommend seller accept the offer with the escalation clause? Did you meet your fiduciary duty to act in the best interest of the seller?
Finally, what happens if you get two offers using escalation clauses? No one of them will be higher than the other. It is a bouncing ball. Escalation clauses are problematic. Do not try to write them yourself. And if your buyer insists on trying to offer through use of an escalation clause, have them hire an attorney to represent them. I hope this video is helpful as you navigate this market. Allegiance Title is here to serve you and is your trusted resource for results. Thank you.